0: Hi, I'm Laura Flanders of The Laura Flanders Show, where I interview the best thinkers and doers of our time. On TV, the show premieres Sundays at 11.30 Eastern on PBS World and at The Laura Flanders Show YouTube channel. You can join my guests and me every week there in the live viewing party and then catch us all week on public television stations. Prefer to listen? Find us on a radio station near you or subscribe to the free podcast. You'll find listings and ways to subscribe at lauraflanders.org. That's also where you'll receive my regular commentaries. I call them the F word. Here's this week. It's being called the Minnesota miracle, but Minnesota's historic legislative session was no act of God. Democrats in Minnesota wrote abortion rights into law and passed paid family and medical leave. They funded free breakfast and lunch for all K-12 through 12 students and passed protections for transgender people. Going forward, undocumented folks will be able to get driver's licenses, and people released from prison or jail will be able to vote. There's a one-time tax rebate and a tax credit aimed at low-income parents and a $1 billion investment in affordable housing, including for rental assistance, to boot. Minnesotans passed stronger Protections for workers seeking to unionize, banned conversion therapy for LGBTQ people, and set a date by which the electric grid has to be carbon free. They also tightened gun laws, loosened marijuana regs, and sent more money to nursing homes. You can see why people are excited. In a tweet, Barack Obama commented If you need a reminder that elections have consequences, check out what's happening in Minnesota. Sure enough, the stunning session is proof that voting matters. The Democratic Farmers and Labor Party, DFL, as the Democrats are called in Minnesota, owed its trifecta power this session to midterm elections, in which they won not just the governor's mansion, but also majorities in both houses, thanks to a one-vote majority in the state Senate and narrow victories by a handful of candidates, one of whom won by just 321 votes. Still, voting alone won't do it. As the beloved late Minnesota Senator Paul Wellstone knew, legislative action doesn't happen without massive ongoing organizing by strong coalitions. In this case, longtime labor, environmental and social justice activists worked in coalition the Wellstone Way, sometimes for years. Minnesotans for paid family medical leave, for example, a coalition of 70 labor, faith and community groups set their sights and worked to rally support for what they won this year for as much as a decade ago. And not all majorities matter. Minnesota Democrats have held majorities before, but acted cautiously, carefully conducting partisan calculus in the style of, if you don't mind me saying so, Obama. Cautionary politics lost them the majority a decade back, and it's taken them that long to reboot. In other words, Democrats in Minnesota have learned the lesson that Democrats nationally should have gleaned from the Senator mansion experience. Partisanship is nice, but principles are better. And finally, Minnesota Democrats didn't just win political capital, they spent it. And they spent it in a bold way with time to spare, time to have impact on real people's lives before the next elections where they could lose even one branch of government in 2026 when elections are held for the governor's office and the state Senate. There is more to be learned from the Minnesota story. Let's hope some people learn it. But the biggest takeaway, suffice to say, There are no miracles in politics. You can watch my conversation with activists in Texas about how they're surviving abortion bans and trumped-up trans laws this time on The Laura Flanders Show on PBS stations and online at lauraflanders.org. And thanks.